Are you mentally prepared? I'm mentally repaired, everyone, because it's episode 724 of Aussie Tech Eds, recorded 16th to the 5th, 2021. And yes, a little bit later this week, we're coming to you on a nice, sunny, warm Gold Coast morning. I'm not sure what it's like in Toowoomba, but we'll ask Paul in a minute. But before we get to all that, uh, my name is Glenn Goodman, and welcome to another episode of Aussie Tech Eds. Jace and Warlock, uh, I mean, Warlock and Will are off on a little uh, week off this week. Uh, Will had some, uh, already had some damage or something, some storms, and his MBN got fried. So he's uh, in a world of pain up there. Uh, but thanks for joining us anyway. You can join us also on our socials at facebook.com forward slash Aussie Tech Eds, youtube.com forward slash Aussie Tech Eds. And uh, we do have a Twitter, but no one ever uses that. So uh, don't worry about that one. And uh, thank you to our Patreon supporters who kindly donate and uh, help us run everything like the Aussie Tech Radio, which you can find at aussietechradio.com, which is a 24-7 wall-to-wall streaming of tech podcasts from around Australia. That's right. You just jump in wherever you wherever you are on the the server stream you jump in and just listen it's great uh so thanks to kate the bouncing yellow skull and chris and also andrew on the paypal other patrons who want to remain anonymous so but anyway we uh thank you for your contribution as well so let's get into uh let's see uh paul what see what paul's up to this week what are you doing paul g'day glenn i've uh got a pretty it's pretty cool so it's warmer the Gold Coast, eh? Yeah, it's not too bad. I don't know where my phone is, but it's probably, I don't know. Let me have a look. Let me have a little peek. I'll tell you how hot it is or how, how nice it is. It, it, it's a warm 18. Oh, okay. Well, it's only 12 degrees here. <laughs> All right. Yeah, no, sunny. It's a beautiful day. No wind. It's absolutely magic. That's yeah, what I they can imagine that. That sounds good. Beautiful one day, perfect the next. Mind you, I don't mind 12 degrees. That's, that's... Yeah, <laughs> well, 12 is a bit cool. I'd rather, um, you know, rather a little bit warmer. But anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah, so anything new in your world that you want to tell us about? No no pregnancies well, or anything? No, no. Well, I'm not, I'm not pregnant, fortunately. <laughs> Good. Good. You want to divulge no, no, it? It's, it's, it's been a, it's all, all, these long, all, all these long weekends have been... Uh, it's throwing you a bit, a bit of a spin at times. Hopefully you have to get in this week, five-day week again. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, the five-day weeks there. You only do five days? Aren't you a seven-day-a-week man? You know? Oh, Never... well, five, five days a week when you actually um, – when, when businesses are open and things like that. Because we are on holidays, so it's best we can when we have our weekends. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, good stuff. So, uh, yeah, so, yeah, Sunday, Sunday. So uh, just do a quick show today. Uh, this week, and then we'll. Uh, I'm going out and yeah, gonna go and do something in this beautiful day. But let's talk about something not so beautiful, and that's the ransomware attacks. So, you would have heard that over in the California, there's some big colonial pipeline company reportedly paid about between four and five million US dollars to hackers in order to get its pipeline back up and running. And uh, apparently, this is a growing number of cases of outsized payments. So, a number of companies are paying lots of money to be de-ransomwared. So, I just wonder if they're actually getting ransomware unlocked, though. Well, yeah, well, this is the thing, because I'll, I'll tell you a little story a bit further on. I'll just let me get a screenshot for everyone, and so you can uh, follow, follow the bouncing ball as we go. And, and we do this. There we go. That's got it. <laughs> right. Well, there's five things you need to know, but before we need to know those things, uh, ra- I'll show you the picture. 
Oh, what's that noise? Hang on. When this mute. So ransomware attacks are on the rise. And yes, we have heard of a, a bit about them over the last couple of months. There's been a 57% increase, in fact, in organisations affected by ransomware within the last six months and a 9% monthly increase since the beginning of the year. So uh, US sees the most ransomware attacks of any single country with 12% of attack attempts globally. So the US is uh, in trouble, aren't they, with these things? The size mm. of the payments is ballooning, apparently. The average cost of ransomware nearly tripled to 312493 in 2020. Uh, well, that's not very much, is it? The cost of ransomware nearly tripled. The average cost of ransomware. Okay, so that's the average. Okay, so so this colonial place paid four four million or so. So, geez, um, yeah. So both the highest amount paid and the highest amount demanded doubled by ten million and thirty million. Uh, the cybersecurity firm that this was doing all this was Checkpoint and the Palo Alto Networks. Uh, now, apparently, they are, you. What was your question? You were saying, uh, do they get the encryption keys? Well, no, no. Um, yeah, or did did they get it unlocked and stuff? Yeah. Well, hopefully, uh, double extortion is also now common, and which is the criminal practice of first encrypting data so victims can't access computer systems, and second, threatening to leak the data to coerce victims into paying a ransom. Sometimes the data leak is in a is a separate ransom, so the victim is being extorted for two payments, and now along comes a triple extortion is on the menu. Oh, the menu just ever grows. Uh, encrypting and leaking data, plus using distributable denial of service DDoS attacks to shut down victim websites. So the best way to avoid ransomware is to have a carefully crafted data backup strategy. Wouldn't you think that these people would have a backup strategy? I, I don't well, understand. The, the bigger the company, the, the higher risk that's involved and there's more, more stakeholders. But surely they'd have a, uh, a, a um, backup plan, you would think. Yeah, sure. What was that? You just it. Surely they'd have a USB drive somewhere to, to back up onto. Yes. Yeah, well, you th- well <laughs> little, yeah, little little USB thumb drive. Yeah, for all the colonial. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But like you would think, like, I don't know. I've got backups, you know. Like I don't understand why. Why wouldn't you just have like colonial should have all their systems just duplicated on the Amazon cloud or the the Azure cloud? Or somewhere, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe if they got physical backups of servers, maybe it's um, problems with the fact that the backups also have the uh, they're encrypted as well because mm. it, it can be based on time rather than actual location or actions. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Well, I suppose that's why you uh, back up and then and take it offline or something. You know, like I've got, I've got, but even if you have something, even if you have something, you back it up. You, back, you could potentially back it up with a virus in it, then you um, then it's sitting there in the cupboard on the drive uh, with its uh, its activation, and basically when they get their uh, their data on their local server or whatever it is uh, becomes encrypted. They then get the backup one, go to restore mm. that, only to find out that the data, the second it's restored, is uh, encrypted anyway. Well, as far as I, I know, the ransomware or, or, or you have to – a bit of software has to run so the encryption can be performed. Uh, and a lot of the times the software is run by clicking on links in emails. And I don't know about you, but I'm getting a lot of an increase in SMS, you know, just random SMS messages 
uh, just saying like, you know, you've bought an Apple Mac and you go here for something or other. And like there's, they don't make sense, these texts and the links, but there's got links in them. So I guess if you, I don't hit the link, I just block that number straight away. But I, I guess if you hit the link, maybe it takes you to uh, somewhere where else. I can't read you a message because I block them all. And now I don't have them even in my list anymore. Here we go. I oh, don't know. Nothing. Is this one of them? Hang on. Your order is ready. Please complete the import handling charges to receive your item. And then there's a link. So who knows where that goes? But anyway. Yeah, well, the link is probably not a virus itself, but it probably links. It just tries to um, uh, fish for information to try and it'll just ask for, well, uh, who are you? Or you clicked on this link. Well done. No, just put your uh, name in here so we can search for your your item for delivery. And then I have to uh, secure this with the credit card. Please put in credit card details. Mm. And I, they, they seem to they started a little bit just saying, oh, you've got an item available. Before you know it, you've got all sorts of private info and they haven't authenticated it all. Yeah, so look, the experts say, here's the experts' tips. Uh, the best way to avoid a ransomware attack, have the carefully crafted backup strategy. Imagine what would happen if you physically lost your device. How would you start over? How would you get your data back? Keep your data backed up physically separate, disconnected and offline, so criminals know, criminal, blah, blah, criminals have no way of getting at your backup too. Ransomware must find a way into your system. You secure multi-factor authentication, which is a pain in the bum, really. Uh, use mm. strong passwords that are not repeated across different accounts. Keep the software on your devices up to date and not clicking in emails. That that two-factor authentication, like I've got that on a lot of my stuff. And look, it just slows everything down. Um, you know, oh, yeah, it does. It, it certainly can, but it is a future. I've got my my article. I've got an article I want to talk about regarding uh, two-factor authentication. Well, okay. Well, we'll have a look at that in a second because I we'll, we'll have a look at that now. Um, I think I'm I'm think we're well. Let's move on from that. I'm finished with ransomware. We all know what, what that's all about and how to avoid yeah. it. And we are pushed for time. So, well, let's do your uh, yeah. your one because that sounds interesting. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Google moves towards getting uh, rid of passwords. Um, Google has acknowledged what we all know, uh, that passwords are painful, not secure, and likely to be used for multiple accounts without any changes. Now the company wants to do away with them altogether. Google announced that it is making two-step uh, two verification its default setting for all Google accounts. Right. Uh, I'll, I'll continue on the next couple of paragraphs. Uh, Mark Rocha, Director of uh, Product Management, in a blog post, one of our best ways to protect your account from uh, from a breached or bad uh, password is by having uh, is by having a set verification in place. Another way for your account to confirm it's really you logging in. Google has been doing this for years, ensuring that your Google account is protected of verification. Soon we'll start to automatically enrol users in 2SV. Not sure what that is. That's probably two factor. Uh, 2SV if their account if their accounts are appropriately configured. Uh, using their mobile device to sign in gives a safer and more secure authentication experience and password alone. It's that two step verification. Two oh, two step verification. Yeah. And now they say. Superactual authentication, I thought it up earlier. Anyway, um, soon we'll see automatic... Oh, sorry, I read that. 
the company also touted its recently uh, recently announced password uh, passwords to be saved in the uh, password manager. That's password manager is the um, thing that manages passwords in Google Chrome and in on Google devices. Uh, a program that does away with the need to re-enter passwords on Google devices and in Chrome. Uh, last paragraph there. One day we hope stolen passwords will be a thing of the past because passwords will be a thing of the past. One day we hope stolen passwords will be a thing of the past. Oh, because passwords will be a thing of the past. Um, concludes Rocha. Uh, but until Google will can until then Google will continue to keep your password safe. Um, I reckon two factor authentication is gonna be default on anything important in the future. Well I think it's it's probably the way we should be going, but what I'm gonna try and I look just talking about it now and it's been rumbling around in the back of my mind for a while is um I'm gonna look into these Yubi keys. You know, so because I only do most of my stuff at the office here where I am now. And like yeah. if I put a key in the computer, well, I never, well, as far as I know, you never have to worry about the passwords and 2FAs again. You just, they you just, just does it auto enters into, into you get a password field that comes up and it fills it, does it? Well, I'm not exactly sure how it actually works, but I know it, uh, it, it's, it's, uh, it helps you, it, it saves a lot of crap. That's yeah, a physical yeah. device, and if it's not yeah, plugged it in, it doesn't work. It authenticates you somehow. But I, I was hoping yeah. to get a bit of a, a bit of a, um, a bit of a, a about and what it's all a, a read of what it's all about succinctly. But it's, it's the site just goes on and on with just rubbish. Okay, um, I wonder. Yeah. I bet you it's likely after piece of have to have to have a piece of software installed on a device you've got it plugged into, or is it well, USB only? I'm going to go, I'll get one, and uh, I'll, I'll tell you what it's all about. So, yeah, so we go here, what does it say? Stop account takeovers, go passwordless, and modernise your multi-factor authentication. Get the YubiKey for superior quality uh, user experience and return on investment. So there we go. So I might go and try and do something like that. I'll let you know how we go. Yeah. See, I, I use um, Dashlane. Plenty of people use uh, LastPass. Um, yeah, I use LastPass. Yeah, Dashlane uh, integrates, or <laughs> up until a bit dark on Dashlane, they used to integrate with, um, I've got a fingerprint reader, and mm. I, I go to a website, I go to and say, uh, I go to log in, I say, oh, yeah, scan your fingerprint to uh, log in, which is really handy. It means I don't have to type anything, and it's going in a split second. Um but Dashlane made some huge software updates recently, and they decided to rescind until further notice that so they're working on uh, integrating the uh, password, uh, the fingerprint reader again. But I've lost access to my password inside Dashlane, and that was a whole flaming reason I went with Dashlane because they integrated with uh, fingerprint. Mm. And then about eight, twelve months after I got it, they ditch it. Well, they didn't ditch it, but they, they say they're working on it. Yeah. I said, well, hey, I went with you for this exact reason, and then you dropped it anyway. I said, yeah. hey, how about you pay me a $55 annual membership? Oh, we can go once up $10, $10 refund as goodwill. Yeah, no. that's not really uh, going to cut it. <laughs> that's the whole reason I went with it. I'll, I'll switch to uh, LastPass, but... 
Well, I, I was last, last last pass had a, had a massive change too. In, in, in monetizing, how the way they monetize. Yeah, yeah, they're a lot dearer. Uh, they're they're probably not as not as they're not dearer. I wouldn't say uh, as uh, Dash Lane, but for free, it used to all be for free. But now for free, you can either have it only on one type of device, like a desktop or a mobile device. Um, so if you want it on both, then you've got to pay. And I think it's not dear. I think it might be about $50 a year. I paid for it. Um, I tried to use a, a combination of Dashlane and LastPass, and it's not worth it, eh? For $55 oh, no, a year, no, no it's way. just not worth it. You just pay it and and be done with it. But anyway, let's uh, let's move on because I've got another yep. one here just quickly. Uh, Elon oh. Musk and his Bitcoin, uh, whatever he's doing with that, uh, he's denounced Bitcoin now. After he bought $1.5 billion. Uh, he's denounced it because of the insane amount of energy used to produce Bitcoin, doubling down on his sudden rejection of the cryptocurrency and means of payment over environmental concerns. So surely he would have known all about this when he bought it. So what I'm saying, this is what it, where I'm saying, what I'm saying. So he, he's gone in, he's bought his $1.5 billion, and overnight, right, drove the price up from about, I don't know, 50000 to 70000 overnight. Dr. And now he's out of it, but, you know. <laughs> but anyway, but but to his defence, I, I will tell the whole story. Not all of it, apparently. He's only sold ten percent of his one point five billion. He's kept the rest of it, but still. Uh, and then, so this guy, I think, he's going to be. You know, he's not going to be one to be taken seriously if he keeps carrying on like this, because further down here, I've got another one. He was so he's in the Bitcoin. He's out of Bitcoin. Uh, then. Uh, then he announced last Sunday or Sunday before that his commercial rocket company SpaceX would accept Dogecoin as payment to launch a, a lunar mission next year, just hours after he sent the cryptocurrency spiraling downward when he called it a hustle. Yeah. So, so he's, driving, he's, he's driving that show. He's just out there playing with it all. So because yeah. I remember you know, someone told me about Dogecoin, get onto it, get onto it, it's going off. And then I thought, oh, I'm not getting into all this. <laughs> and then that was just a joke or whatever. You know, he, he's just playing with it. So his credibility is out the window for me. Um, but look, yeah. he's, yeah, it uh, Bitcoin sank 17% to its lowest since March 1st on Wednesday after Elon's comments. So it's still worth 50,000 US, which is all right. Uh, tells it's Bitcoin itself, not Ethereum or whatever. I thought he was involved in some, some – oh, there was Dogecoin. But I thought yeah. there was another one he was involved in. Oh, I don't know. I know he bought a lot of Bitcoin and, and then he, now he sold 10%. So he's made $100 million just like that, <laughs> yeah. you know. So maybe he's had to keep a – he's only sold 10% to keep a bit of faith, uh, face, but who knows. Oh, yeah. uh, all right, well, that, let's leave that one. And a quick one before we – I've got two more quick ones and then we can do yours, your last we've, one. We've done uh, if, if we've got time. It's only a short one anyway. You might have opened your emails through the week, and if you've got Microsoft Outlook Desktop or whatever it's called, Office 365 Outlook, and there'd be no emails there. What well, was the bug? There was no actual text in the emails, and it happened to me, and I thought, what's going on here? I rebooted. And I'm going, what's going on? What's going on? I've tried the Office repair thing. Uh, nothing. I'm still getting a bad What's going on? Have I lost these emails or what? Uh, I spent about 20 minutes. I went to Outlook.com, and there they were. They were all there. So I'm thinking, okay, there's something funny going on. But uh, I, I came across a, a site that I do use regularly called Bleeping Computer, and I thought, look, if anyone's going to know what's going on, it's Bleeping Computer. So this is just a tip for you guys. If you want to know what's going on, go to Bleeping Computer as well because they have a uh, – I'll try and get a um, 
Oh, where's the copy this here? Copy, paste, paste, and go. Uh, they know what's going on. So I went there. They, oh, yes, Outlook problems. And I went, cool. oh, Okay, the first one, was it? <laughs> yes. So um, <laughs> could have saved me 20 minutes. But anyway. Actually, uh, I, I, did have an out, I, did, I didn't know about this, but there, I did have a uh, Outlook and a whole Microsoft Office outage for one of my clients. And yeah. I didn't update and that, that fix it, but I didn't um, come across this. Yeah, so, well, there was no text in the in the thing. So what their workaround was, was you had to just revert back to a previous version. It was a Microsoft update that was the problem. Uh, oh. and that I, be, I, that. Bet you that, I bet you that was a problem because I was in yeah, the client in the office and uh, all I did, I did updates. I was, I was down for a fix. But they probably fixed the uh, patch at an update. Then I um, didn't update and it was fine. So I bet you that was, a, that was it. But to, to me, like when it's when it's things uh, are reported as you know or the worldwide outage of the outlook or the worldwide outage of this, the worldwide outage of that, like don't these guys test it? Don't they load it up after they've done the update code and go, hmm, let's just test this? <laughs> like, well, it's not sure. everyone. They, they they test on. There's only certain numbers they test on, and the world is a lot bigger than anything like the testing levels they've got. And I think Microsoft is good at there in the public and saying it's finished here use it and if there's a problem just let us know we'll look after you and 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 my last one for this week is big and this is quite funny i reckon big w joins office works in pausing sale of apple air tags over child safety now, yeah i heard, heard about that yeah but i'm but what i reckon is quite funny let me get this uh this article up for you so you can have a peek at this while i'm talking now why i find this so funny because it says it has the Apple has been dealt. Oh, hang on, where does it go? Stop mucking around. Website. Apple has been dealt a heavy blow as major oh. stores boycott its new product. A seek job. <laughs> I thought I had a website. website. <laughs> and like I'm thinking, a heavy blow. Big W and Officeworks, two Australian companies, a heavy blow. To Apple. Yeah, they've got to go broke now, aren't they? Yeah, good story. Epic Games, Fortnite, they can't sort Apple out. And Big W, oh, blah, blah. So this goes on and says, Big W, JB Hi-Fi have joined the list of retail chains banning the sale of Apple new AirTags due to child safety concerns. In late April, Apple unveiled its own version of the tile technology, that the device that uses to track you where your person belongs through Bluetooth. Uh, however... It's all been banned because of apparently you, little kids mice be able to do a two-step unlock of the device uh, to pop out the little battery which they might swallow. Uh, so that's the whole problem. So, so good, good on Big W, JBI, Fi, and Officeworks for being uh, socially, I don't know, concerned about these things. But come on, uh, you know, come on. Uh, you can buy those batteries. You go down the Big W and JBI Fine Office where you buy those um, those little batteries that fit into them off the shelf anyway at the height of a child. And surely they, you know, they you know. So carry on. If they, if they can get out, if they can open up the little Apple AirTag thing, whatever you call it, they can open up a little plastic battery thing and swallow it if that's what they want to do. Yeah, that's a, you know, there's a, a couple of comments I have on that. Probably knowing Apple they, for for what they are, they're probably a reasonably expensive item. Um, for, for what they, what they, yeah, yeah. Now you're not gonna for forty five bucks worth. You're not just gonna, you're not gonna uh, stick on the cupboard. You, you're not. Yeah, you know, like will kids actually come in contact with that that much? 
and the other thing is, uh, these batteries, there's plenty of other things. My Rolador uh, remote control has a battery in it that they can swallow dust easily, and it's no more secure than that. No, no, that's right. Yeah, oh, look, I don't know what's going on here, but that uh, was just a crazy write-up. Like, you know, Apple, you know, it's like they've 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 fallen to their knees because Big W has said we're not selling your tags. Oh my Big god, Big W is probably Big W is probably point zero 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 one percent of their sales. Yeah, it's probably come along the desk of the uh, of the 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 under 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 manager of the tags. And they've gone, sir, we've got Big W, not going to sell our tags. And the under, 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 under manager said, who? <laughs> <laughs> See, they probably didn't know who Big W is. Yeah, they go, who, Big W, what's that? Big yeah, that's Big okay. They, they can not sell our products. That's fine. Yeah, J, JB, doesn't he work for us? Oh, JB Hi-Fi. Never heard of him. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if it was written by an Australian journalist. <laughs> Probably was. What a joke. Who wrote this? Evan. Evan Priest. Give yourself an uppercut. All right. <laughs> uh, let's, and look, one more thing just quickly, just to let you know, that the Apple Watch has now got the ECG functionality on it. You've got to update the iPhone and the Apple Watch to the latest software, and then you'll be able to um, punch up the ECG through the health app. So I did it, and it works okay. I was, I'm still alive. Heart's still going, so that's good. And uh, Paul, do you want to just comment on one of those ones? Did you have something else to do, Facebook, just quickly? Quickly, yeah. Uh, Facebook Facebook tests are prompt to stop people sharing articles they haven't read. That is not rocket science. Um, they're, they're basically, if someone clicks on something and tries to share it with that, actually, uh, and Facebook can detect that it hasn't been read, it'll simply uh, throw up a little notification. I can't, I can't bring that up. It's not clickable. But... Um, Basically, it has words the effect of, are you sure you want to uh, share this? You uh, haven't read it. And you, you uh, we're trying to stop misinformation. You were about to share an article without opening it. Yeah, yeah. And sharing, thought, articles, sharing articles without reading them may mean missing key facts. Oh, they're, so, they're so good to us, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, like, they probably should have done that. Like, I bet you it wouldn't have been complex technology to, to assess that. So why didn't they do this? When the problem actually, uh, problem. yeah, but they're, they're so good to us. Like you know, we, we we need help and guidance, like with these things. Like we read things and we might be misinformed. So I, I'm glad that we're uh, someone's looking after us. I'm glad Big Brother's out there just patting us on the back and making sure we go down the right path in life. That's good. Maybe um, maybe they should go another step further and not unless you've uh, test. What they should have is, if it's an important article, especially political or uh, health-based or something like that, you at the end of it before you can post, uh, you can um, forward that or post that uh, article to prove you know not only you've read it, but you know what it's about as well. Well, I think that the, just the nature of social media and how it is, I think it, it's just it is the Wild West. And, like, if you've got something to say, you say it, true or not. Isn't it up to the reader to figure out if it's BS or not? Yeah, right. they're, they're trying to uh, remove that stigma from from Facebook. Let's not be the Wild West like we're supposed to be. Yeah, but but by doing that, you know, like you know, they got a there's this rule, isn't it, called the safe harbor rule or something, where because they they they're not deemed responsible for what people put on their site, 
they they get that 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 leniency or the that um uh, they're afforded that privilege. So they like you know if you rode up there and said I don't know um uh I don't know you defame someone right then Facebook's not responsible for what you said. So but what happens is they lose that comfort they lose that leniency if they start be becoming a publisher if they say well we're going to say well you can put that you can't put that you can put that you can't put that so because they start becoming an actual publisher then they're, they're editing stuff well then they there's what they're saying that this safe harbor rule does no longer apply to them that's what the, the big uh challenge is over in the us at the moment and therefore they could they could uh, end up becoming liable for allowing uh yes uh, something and so therefore it defeat, defeats the whole purpose of facebook and the internet was designed for so that's the thing they've either just got to let it all go whole as well just let it go let it rip yeah, yeah. it's like illegal you know it's come come across there it's illegal but well like misinformation is not illegal someone's opinion is not illegal um and, and you know you just got to work out for yourself we're not stupid but anyway let's leave it there because uh, it's a little quick yeah. little show this week uh, we're all under the pump, and I want to get out outside in this beautiful 18-degree day, just getting warmer. All right. So 12, 12, 12 degree here, thank you. <laughs> a brisk uh, 12 degrees. All right. Yeah. Cool. Thanks, everyone, for joining us this week. We'll be back again soon with another show. Will and Jace will be back, uh, no doubt, on Thursday. So thanks again, and you can catch us on YouTube, the Facebook, and Listen to our past catalogue of 723 shows. All right. Until then, thanks and see you, see you later. See you, Paul. Thank you. See you, Paul.